everyone. Today I would uh, like to give you my thoughts on memories. And when that word is said, so many thoughts come through our heads. Some are good, some are bad. But the majority of the time they're good memories. That's what we seem to focus on is the good memories. Although we do need the bad, and I say that with all, all due respect, because somehow the bad memories, along with the good memories, help keep us balanced. Uh, if we have all good in our life all the time, we trend to put us on a plateau that is not realistic. When we have the bad memories or the bad things happen to us, it kind of levels us out, awakens us, shocks us, if you will, so we stay balanced, not real high, not real low. It's the reality of it. But our memories serve, probably serve our kids, us, our friends, better than money ever will. Because every day that we do an act or a task or anything, it creates a memory. Whether it's outstanding and long-lasting in our hearts or our mind, that depends on the severity and the level of that memory. But when it comes to our children, the memories stick forever. That is embedded in their mind because they're hungry to learn. They, their ability to want to be able to walk because they see us walking. The ability to want them to talk, they see it, they hear us. The ability to write, they notice we write lists, whether it be grocery lists or letters, they see that. So they're hungry and they want to copy us. They want to be like us. So every time we do things with our kids, no matter how little we might think it is, to them it might be monumental. That is something that might stick with them forever. Even change how they are forever. If they so choose to take that and build on it. So as we go through life, we make memories for ourselves as well. But it's the ones that we do out of not really paying attention to what we're doing, so to say, if that makes sense. What I mean is, we do everyday tasks that to us is routine. Uh, no matter what it is, you, you could bring your kid to work with you. You could go fishing on the weekends. Been doing that for years until now your kid's old enough to go with you. Well, the things you were doing every day to you, you do it. Because it's routine. You're not even thinking about it. You're not planning it. it. It is an everyday thing for you. Well, 
somebody's watching, whether it be your kid or somebody. They're watching what you do. They're picking up on it. That's a memory. You know, the and the anything that bad happens to you or to them while they're they're there, that's a memory. Whether to them it excites them like, wow, I remember when the rain come up and it almost sank the boat or something like that. The kid will remember that. It was excitement to him. So we try to build the good positive memories for our kids because we're subconsciously thinking about them. When we go to, let's say, light a fire or a campfire or birthday candles, we tend to tell a kid, hey, watch out, it's hot, it'll burn you. You know, we watch how we light it because they're watching. We don't keep the flammables around, stuff like that. You know, we're paying attention to what we're teaching our kids. And we call it teaching. But what it's really creating is memories. You know, if you say teaching to a kid, they want to turn it off. Or to an adult sometimes. want to turn it off. But if they watch what you do, it can be a magic trick. You watch a magician do a trick. You're memorized by that. You're, you're excited. You're going to go out and you're going to tell that to that. Man, you should have seen what I've seen. That's a memory. But what we have to try to do is to do the right things all the time to create good memories. It could even be for ourselves, Because after all, that's what controls our thoughts is our actions. And our actions are our memories. To, to our loved ones or to our family, that's everything. Your behavior becomes your memory. Uh, how you how you act at work. They call it a behavior, but it really is a memory to everybody else. Everybody, they'll go back in and go. Wow, did you go to the company party this weekend? You know, then they'll talk about so-and-so was drunk. Boy, he was acting like this. He was acting. That's a memory. You call it a behavior all you want, but it's only related to what you drink and what changes you. But it's a memory. So sometimes they run with each other, a behavior pattern and a memory, but they're totally different. Your behavior is the way you react to a situation. A memory is what comes out of that, is the action from that, is the result of. So that is the memory we're creating. So as we go through our daily tasks, we have to be careful on what we choose and how we choose to do things. Because that brings a memory. But not only does that create a memory, it, re it creates a repercussion of what we do. For every action we have, there is a reaction. For every memory we have, there is another memory because of that. You might see a memory one way, 
I see a memory the other way. Like I said, it's a fine line. And I hope I'm making sense how we have to decide which is which. You know, you always remember you can't take, you can't change a memory. That is set in stone. But you can change your behavior. Your behavior, your choices can change. That memory will not. So we have to be real careful on what we say in this world, how we say it, and who we say it to. Because their memories will last forever. The kids will treasure our memories, good or bad. They will put them in a category, but they will be a treasure that will also be a learning curve for them. This could change their behavior on how the memories they get from us or even from their teachers or their peers. They're influenced by the, 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 the behaviors of people. They are influenced. And then them behaviors become memories to them that is locked away in their mind. So... That, to me, is one of the keys to finding your total happiness daily. Because we always worry about what people think about us, so we act a certain way, so we give them that impression. But then memories we're bringing off to them is not the same memories that we give off to our family. Because in our family, our guards are down with who we are. Hardly ever do we have to put a face on or an act on to our family. Because that's the ones we can trust. That's the love. We know it's there. The memories is what we take out of our relationships and our daily actions. Our memories are what? Our family gets from us as well as our kids and our co-workers. They're going to remember their memories. You could sit there and have somebody that is having a problem. You can lend an ear and a concern. And they can feel that you genuinely want to hear them out and your feelings are there for them. You made a memory for them they'll never forget. You know, it's that saying that, you know, you help somebody, the quality or the character of a person, excuse me, the character of a person is defined on the people that they tend to help. Meaning, if you go out of your way to help somebody that's maybe homeless, that could never possibly ever repay you, do anything for you. But you go out of your way to make their life just a little bit better. That memory you made right there is going to last forever in that stranger's heart and in his mind. But that shows your character. That shows what you're made of. So, that, so many 
I guess what I'm trying to bring out is that every situation we're in, we form a memory from it. We might not look at it like that, but the other people that's looking at us see it. And that memory could be so strong that it changes their thought process. It changes their life, it might. You never know. Some people might not never have seen this. They have might been abused all their life. Nobody's ever helped them. You come and help them, you could change their life. You can change their thinking. Every action we get changes somebody's thought patterns. Even it changes ours after it's over. We reevaluate what happened. That's a memory. We say, are oh, we going over what just happened? Well, that's a memory now. So, sometimes in life, we're too busy to stop and help people. Sometimes in life, we're too busy to stop and even help ourselves. So the memories we're creating right now are really no good ones because it's just go, 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 or don't have time. Don't have time. So as we take each new day that's given to us, let us spend the time to reshape ourselves, reform our thoughts, and make good decisions to make a positive memory. Even one that will remember. Because when you go back and look within yourself, you look back what you did today, and if everything you're thinking about in that memory is positive, then you were doing good. We just have to be careful in what we show and what we let show. Sometimes people are not as strong as we are. And the things we do to create a memory might really hurt somebody worse than what we, than what we thought was just a joke or just, hey, I was just kidding you. Well, they didn't take it that way. That's a shock you left in them. That's a memory stuck in their mind. That's a feeling that won't leave them. They see your face, it comes to mind. It's no different doing somebody wrong or right. That when they see your face, it associates with either wrong or right. So, as we carry on, just check into ourselves. Explore within ourselves. Try to be a better person. Try to do the right thing. Create positive memories. Even if only for yourself. Set an example for within yourself. When you set that bar up one notch, it helps everybody else around you. But remember, our kids are our future. They watch us. They see the memories and they capture them and they don't forget them. They can be 50 years old. They're going to remember what their mom and dad did or their brothers and sisters. So remember how fragile they are. And saying that about our kids, also about our parents or the elderly. They watching us now too. You think that you're just going to go over there and do something because you have to to somebody elderly 
They're going to know if you mean it or not. It's going to go a long way to them. It goes a long way if you treat people and you lead them with a good memory. So, have a peaceful day. Hope uh, these words help in any way. And until next time, thank y'all for listening. Later. Have a great day and be blessed. One, Today I would like to talk about our self-assessment. Have you, uh, I know you have at your job, you've been evaluated or even in an interview. They talk about your your strong points or your weak points. And how do you feel when they bring that up? Um, your strong points, you almost instantly we want to jump out and say what they are and put our enthusiasm behind them. But our weak points, we either say we don't have any or you can't think of any right now or maybe they're not even that bad. <clears throat> However, they are present. In our minds, we know them. But how do we get that out? How do we relate that? So maybe somebody can help us with that. Uh, we shouldn't think that it's a, how should I say it, a, a burden or a uh, liability. They're not a liability. Now, each of us are not perfect. We're human beings. We all have different qualities and different needs. <clears throat> to go in deeper, how do we allow them to come out? How, how do we trust somebody where we can tell them, tell them what our weaknesses are? After all, we don't know the strangers we're talking to or the ones we saying is our friends. We call them friends just like I talked about in an earlier episode. But how do we formulate them? How do we, how do we put the trust into them? Sometimes it is uh, strangers we see or we interact with maybe in a classroom or in a teaching session to where they want you to be transactional or transformational. And a lot of them might not understand what it is, but it's just another way of you to get around your, let's say, feelings of insecurities. We all have them when we face the world and the challenges every day. We, some of us are strong in some suits and weak in others. We seem to find our stronger suits and build on them and ex expose them, put them out there, should I say. 
But the ones that we really need help on are the ones that we know where our limits are, where our struggles are. Um, some of it we find we encounter every day is our body space. Each of us has a space that we think is within our body that it's our space. So if an individual walks up to you and gets closer than what you like, do you take a step back or do you look at him like, what are you doing in my space? You know, uh, the same thing is about a sidewalk. We walk down a sidewalk like we drive a car in America anyway. We walk on the right side. People walk in the other way the left side by the curb. Try reversing that. You're going to get people looking at you like you are walking the wrong way. You know, you should be on the other side. That happens in walking up steps. Walkways, pretty, pretty common. If you didn't realize that, just step back a while and, and watch human nature. After all, we are creatures of habit. Once we do something one way, that is the way to do it. So change is hard for us. It's not impossible. But what it is is we don't work on it because that is the habit we choose. We go with it. That's what we do. So getting back to what we lack, should I say in our comfort zone, we okay. But when them questions are asked to you or put you on the spot on what is, what are some of the things you do need help with, you know, what areas do you need help with? Are you good at greeting people, talking to them, having conversations? Or are you shy? Is that the area you need help? How about communication? Do we communicate properly? Do, do we really communicate properly? We don't just say, hey, I need you to go turn that faucet off. Well, that's transactional. Transformational would be to tell them which faucet you want them to turn off and how. That's being more into the point. We we tend just to put a coating on stuff or just give a blank statement, a general statement. And we think the other person understands what our thoughts were when in fact it's Far from the truth. What you said and what they thought you said is totally two different things. So that is where sometimes we kind of lose the meaning of our words because we're not transformational with them. But it's not being totally that. It's more or less being honest with ourselves. If we was to grow as a human being and get better at what we do in life, 
or get just get better just being ourselves. We will work on our weaknesses. We would challenge them and go with them. If our challenge was to be in a big crowd, maybe it'd be okay to start with just to walk into a, a crowded room or a crowded store. Don't mean you have to stay there a long time, but your first step is just getting there. That's winning half the battle because that means you've been focusing on your weakness, you've been building on it, and you're going through with it. So you're taking corrective actions to be a better person, no matter how little it, it is. But you're taking a better step. Can we change the world with it? Probably not. But we can change ourselves. We can make a better place for ourselves, better place physically for us as well as mentally. And that is the things that we need to strive for every day is to be a better person and to work on our weaknesses. I haven't met anyone yet that has not had a weakness. We all have them. Might not be in the field you're in, but you have weaknesses. The so-called experts we got today, whether it's in psychology or or the 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 physical illnesses we got or disabilities, you know, or from your sports doctors, that's he's an expert. Well. To me, an expert has done everything possibly wrong. That's the only way he can get everything right. He has done everything wrong to get where he's at. So I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to shy away from trying to find the things that are wrong with you. I mean, you don't have to go ask somebody what's wrong with you. You know where your challenges are. You 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 address them every day, whether you hide them away or whether you rearrange yourself so you don't have to face them. They're there, but you deal with it every day. You just find a way to get through with it. When sometimes we spend so much time doing that, when if we would just face them and walk through with the problems we have and the challenges. We could get over it and we're a better, better person. And we don't have to go through that every day. So, as I as I think here, uh, I can give you examples of some we see in somebody do something wrong. Do we go over there and try to correct them or stop them? No, some people will. Some people just stop. Hey, what's wrong? Can't do that. They, they're assertive. They go right out there. But it's not only in that self-help we need. Sometimes the self-help we need are deep-rooted. It could be from past experiences. They could be bad experiences or good experiences. Just because you have good experiences don't mean you don't have a fear that comes out of it. 
with every winner, there's always challenges they overcome to get where they were at. And every day, if we can just look at that and try to strive to be winners within ourselves, then we self-improving ourselves. We're making the world a better place because we are carrying this on. It doesn't just stop with us. It goes on with others. So as we wake up every day and the thoughts are in our mind, it could be a major test. It could be this. You could be afraid you don't know everything. Do I really know how to do this right or correctly? That's the challenges we face. But if we get up there with a positive outlook, a good frame of mind, where we're feeling good about ourselves, where we believe in ourselves, that is taking the right step forward. I'm not saying you're going to succeed every time doing this, but you're going to do it every time because it makes you feel good, and eventually you're going to conquer one step. The next step you won't have to worry about making yourself feel good. You're going to wake up feeling good. You're going to wake up in a positive out- outlook. You're going to enjoy that this to be having this day. Every day is a blessing. And, and I know some of you, well, you're not in my shoes. Well, you're right. But it's what we make of it. We do not all wake up every day and have the world at our fingertips. Some live better than others. Some live worse than others. But in between there, if you take all that away, we're just human beings and it's what we make of it. It's how we make ourselves happy about what we're facing and what we're going to face. It's taking the challenges head on and doing the best we can. And if we do the best we can, then we have done all we can. And we should be happy with ourselves. Because we tried, we went out there, and we, we did it. We had a positive outlook. We did the best we could. And we should hold our heads up. I've said this before. There's winners and there's learners. You learn every day. You might not be the winner, but you learn from it. And you build on it. And tomorrow could be your day to be the winner. But the peace of mind that it brings you from your own self-help shows you strengthening your mind. With the, strength, with the mind being strong, your body follows suit. You know, your body will do what the mind thinks it can do. If you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're still a winner. But if you put your mind that you can, your body will bring it to you. That's how strong our mind is. So... Just a few words there. I thank everybody for listening to my podcast. I hope you all have a great evening, and God bless.